exploring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey guys. Hey. Hey guys. And welcome to episode 66 of Swiftcast. And welcome to the 1989 era. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah! Claps. This is Nate. Ashley. And Steph. Oh man, feels good to be finally in the fifth album era, I gotta say. It's insane. I can't believe we've been waiting so long and it's finally here. It almost doesn't feel real to me because I know in a year we're gonna be like looking back and being like, oh, remember when? And then like, oh my god, we need a new album right now. This always happens to me. I get, like, album overload almost, like, the first, like, week, I guess, of the new era. I don't know. It's I'm still, like, like it's, in shock, basically, right now. It's such, like, just as what Taylor said about The Giver recently, such a fleeting moment of happiness. Seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, let's pretend that none of you have heard anything, and I'll just give you some album details. Obviously, if you guys haven't heard, somehow... The title of the album is 1989, and I'm sure most of you can guess it's named uh, because Taylor was born December 13th, 1989, and it's supposed to be symbolic of her having a rebirth, basically, so um, and she describes it as more of a change from the old country um, uh, that she used to have in her albums, now more onto a more... Um, uh, sonically cohesive pop album so anyway so that's that that's the whole thing behind 1989 comes out october 27th we were so wrong about that (laughs) yeah i know we were i mean but how well everybody was split between either thinking it came out october 13th or thinking it came out yesterday (laughs) right yeah the the whole album (laughs) dropping yeah (laughs) both were very very never taylor would never have done that no October 27th, though. It's a good, solid date. I like it. And she always has such luck with the 20, releasing in the 20s of October. That's true. Yeah, Speak Now was the 25th, and Red was the 22nd, so it's, like, perfect. Mm -hmm. I think she might be so superstitious that she just wants to keep it kind of around the same date. I can see that. Mm -hmm. I can see that, too. She probably thinks oh, I've been so lucky before with this exact week. I'm going to just stick with the same thing, which I think is smart. Also, if you guys did not watch the live stream, uh, there were some fan questions asked. And actually, one of the guys in the audience, uh, he ended up asking, too, if there would be a deluxe album. Lucky us, there's going to be a deluxe album. Um, It's going to be three bonus songs. And then on top of that, three bonus tracks of Taylor, uh, like the actual sound recordings of her singing into her phone as she's first forming these songs. So I'm really excited for that. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot wait. That's like a Swifties dream. Like that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Ever since we first found out about her using her phone, it's something every single Swiftie has always wanted to hear. And we're going to be able to actually hear what it was like and then match it up with the actual song and compare. Can you even believe that? Oh, man, yeah. And she did say secret messages, too, uh, come to think of it. There I was worried that she messages. was going to stop. I'm so glad she's gone. Oh, uh, me too, yeah. Yeah, same here. Well, she said you've got to give the people what they want. She's doing a good job so far. And uh, also, if you guys didn't hear, uh, the music video dropped yesterday for her brand new single, Shake It Off. Woo-hoo! If you guys haven't heard the song, I can't even believe it you know, why you're listening to this podcast and not to that song. Um, <laughs> yeah, stop immediately. We'll be here when you stop, get back. Pause. Go buy Shake It Off on iTunes. Pre-order the album on iTunes while you're at it because it's already skyrocketing up the charts even though it's not even really out. Mm-hmm. It's number one. The number music one. video has had, has had over 9 million views in... One day. One, one day. day. That's nuts. Crazy. So anyway, I don't know about you guys, but... Uh, I really like the song. I think it's very catchy. I, I mean, to say the least. It sends a good message. It's catchy. Definitely very Taylor. Oh, I'm completely in love with it. Another thing that we just found out about this song, it, in less than 24 hours, Shake It Off has closed the entire Top 40 panel. And it, the news is reporting that this is just unprecedented. It's never wow. happened before. 
this song is huge. I I love it so much. It's it's amazing. And the music video is hilarious. So speaking of the fan questions Nate just mentioned, there were actually a lot of fans in the studio, and one of them was someone that you might know because it was Steph. I'm giving the shocked face right now. It was me. Oh, my gosh. Can you even believe? I, I've been, like, saying what is life over and over for just, like, since last Thursday. I, I've been holding this in for a while. I don't know how the fans in the music video kept a secret for two months when I have been just bursting to tell people about this. Just as a little preface, if you guys don't know, I've been a Taylor fan from the very beginning. I first heard Tim McGraw in 2006, and it just struck a chord with me because it reminded me of this old country song called Strawberry Wine. I just fell in love with her. I bought her album. I went to see her as an opener for Brad Paisley almost seven years to the day, which is insane. I feel bad, but I've never gone to see Brad Paisley again. I really was only <laughs> He's great. <laughs> only I recommend there. him. He is great, but I really was only there for Taylor. Understandable. And I know firsthand how hard it is as a Swiftie who's been around for a long time to feel like you're just never going to get your shot. I've entered so many contests. So many. So many. So I've spent many hours contests. and hours, <laughs> like so much money on trying to get Tea Party and Club Red. I, I did a Keds contest where I baked three different cakes and decorated them. It took hours and hours and hours. I've done like clicking contests where I've sat around and clicked to vote for myself nonstop for like four days. And so this is something I thought was just never going to happen. I, when Ashley and I went to the Giver premiere, I thought for sure I would finally get a moment with Taylor. And when it didn't happen, I felt really bummed about it. And obviously I had an amazing experience that day. I'm so fortunate to have had that experience, but I, I couldn't help but feel a little bit disappointed. And I was thinking, you know, I might have to wait until I'm like 80 to meet her. You just said that on one of our recent episodes. You're like, when I'm 90 and all the other fans are dead, maybe I'll meet her. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. I, I completely know how it feels to feel like you're just never gonna have that moment and so the day after the giver premiere I actually submitted my essay for this contest and when I hit submit I thought there's no way I'm gonna get this I'm just gonna see what happens I never I never win this anything I I talked about SwiftCast in my essay it was limited to 500 characters I talked about how I've been a fan for seven years really eight years first saw her seven years ago I said, I explained that I had never met her. And then I I went about my life on Wednesday. Thursday, I had my phone really connected to my hand at all times. I had an orthodontist appointment and I had my phone in my lap and nothing happened. I was like, oh yeah, if I get a call, it will be during this. And I'll have to say, excuse me, I have to go take this. <laughs> but I, I left work and drove home with my phone in my hand and at this point it was about six o'clock and I thought all the calls probably have gone out by now it's just not gonna happen and so I get into my house and sit down to work on SwiftCast stuff I was working on editing an episode for you guys and before I put my headphones on my phone lights up and it was a New York number I immediately just started crying because I knew no one, no one else was going to be calling me from New York. I At that exact don't know time. anyone in New York. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania and I just don't really know anyone in New York. So I, I was crying before I even picked up the phone and I was right. I, did, I didn't catch the names. I was a total mess. I don't know who called me, um, but I know they told me I won. They told me to write stuff down, and I was making spelling errors. I had no idea what I was writing down, really. I was just a complete mess, and, you know, they they told me all the information. They told me to keep it completely confidential, 
And at the end, I said thank you probably 500 times and said probably 400 times that I've never met Taylor and I could not believe that this was actually happening. And then when I hung up, I just fell on the floor in a heap and was just, I could not believe it. Told us not to tell anyone other than our emergency contacts. So I told my mom and my mom loves Taylor. She's my emergency contact and she's gone to see Taylor and she was just so, so excited. So everything has been just kind of a whirlwind since then. I had to try to find something to wear. I was in the mall for probably eight hours, tried on probably 50, 60 different things, and really wasn't happy with anything. It just seemed like nothing would be perfect. But if you remember when Taylor was in Club Red after the last date of the Nashville shows, she wore this French Connection black and white kind of plaid dress, and I always loved it and I really wanted it, but I couldn't find it anywhere in my area. I knew that it was in New York City, but I was really worried it either wouldn't fit me or they wouldn't have my size. So I ended up buying stuff I didn't really like and I had it ready to take with me. I I couldn't sleep at all. I I couldn't really eat. I've been kind of just a mess since last Thursday. (laughs) I've like Ed Sheeran's I'm a Mess is kind of my theme song between last Thursday and now. But so Sunday night, we recorded the episode for you guys as a final prediction. And I really wanted to just be able to say something, but I I couldn't. I hope you all understand that. And I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I went to I went to bed that night around midnight, got up at 330. So I was running on about three and a half hours of sleep, went to the train station and just uh, couldn't sleep on the train, so I went immediately to Macy's. The The dress worked perfectly. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is amazing. Taylor's going to love this dress. She owns this dress, and it actually fits me. So I bought it. Uh, I went and got my hair blown out, which I've never done before. I felt like a real New Yorker. <laughs> like, I'm getting my hair blown out. Then I met up. I went to the location I tried to eat lunch. I couldn't eat. I I was just such a mess. My stomach was just whirling around. And so, but I didn't want to pass out either. When I get nervous, I either throw up or like shake uncontrollably. (laughs) So I was like, I need to eat something. But I tried to keep it really light. And I go to the hotel. One of my very good friends, Katie, is actually at the hotel. And She and I have been friends for two years. We met through Taylor Connect, and we've done contests together trying to meet Taylor, Uh, contests that we've spent hours and hours on, and we've never won. We've both been fans from the beginning, and we've never met her. And so I couldn't believe that we were both getting to have this opportunity together. It was incredible. Um, So really in the lobby, it was just a lot of people, a bundle of nerves. We kind of waited around. Uh, they they checked us in. We had to give the secret code word, give out our IDs. So we go through that first check-in process. What was the secret code word, just out of curiosity? Oh, it was Project Hummingbird, which is really cool because I have always loved hummingbirds. When Pocahontas was popular, I loved the hummingbird in that movie. So... I was like, oh, that's perfect. Um, They took us up into elevators onto a different floor of the hotel. I can't remember what floor it was. And we had to do another check-in process. Every time I was, I thought, my name's not going to be on the list. This is just, something's going to go bad. This is not going to work out for me. So every time they checked off my name, I felt a sense of relief. Then they took all of our stuff, all of our phones, everything. The only thing we were allowed to keep was our ID. And we were escorted into this little conference room in this hotel. And we all, that was probably maybe 1.30 by the time I got seated in the conference room. It's hard to tell because I didn't have my phone. But we sat with other Swifties and we all just really bonded, talked with each other. People were there from all over the country. Arizona, Kentucky, Florida, 
Mississippi, South Carolina, New York, Massachusetts, just really anywhere and everywhere. And we all just talked about why we love Taylor and our experiences with being a Swifty. And then Taylor's music was playing. It was really cool. And then after that, we were separated into groups, which we discovered was by our last name. And I hate having a last name that's near the end of the alphabet. I always have. but <laughs> So that meant I was in group five, and I didn't know what that meant in terms of where I would be sitting during the live stream. But we all got into our groups. There were six total groups. I was group five. And when we were in those groups, we went around, introduced ourselves, talked about why we love Taylor. And then we had a dance party. We danced to Mean, and people were doing, you know, all the dance moves to to Mean, the little, the little dip <laughs> that happens in Mean. We were all doing that. And Taylor's management was like, we picked the right people because they know when to do the dip long live we were singing to that it was just a big dance party and then finally at this point uh, some people did have a watch on and so at this point it was maybe 420 and we were told that we had to be moved to another location and so we had a walking leader and each group went separately group one started and so i it was torture waiting and Finally, my group got to walk. We walked a very short distance, pretty much across the street, to Good Morning America Studios. It was crazy. We walk in there. They had little boxes of food for us, like Nutri-Grain bars and uh, soda and chips. But I was so nervous. I couldn't eat anything. I ate a little bit of a Nutri-Grain bar because I was really afraid I was going to pass out or something. I just, I can't even describe the how I felt at that point. Um, they sit us down. We, we walk into the studio. It's this adorable loft. It looks exactly like Taylor's style. And they sit us down by group. Unfortunately, I was in the back because I was group five. And I'm short. So I was on this little chair and I couldn't see anything. So I, was, I just sat up on the armrest, and that was the only good thing about being in the back row was I could do that because no one was behind me. We, we did not hear the single before anyone else. I thought maybe we would. I thought she would come out and play it for us and maybe show us dance moves or something. But we just were in the studio. The producers and directors and camera guys told us that we had to be really crazy, and obviously they didn't need to tell us that. But... They There was a little clock with a countdown, and they said when that hits 5 o'clock, it was, well, it was in military time, so when it hits 17.00, that's when this is starting. So we were all so nervous and just kept looking at this clock. And really, when she came out, we saw exactly what you guys saw. From what I understand, I, it was really the same thing. We heard the single the same exact time that you guys did. I fell completely in love with it. I, when I realized she wasn't going to play it for us first, I was a little worried. Like, oh gosh, what if I hate this and I have to pretend on camera that it's the best thing ever? There's no way you would have hated it. You worry too much, Steph. <laughs> it really is the best thing ever. Taylor danced around. She was so cute. The guy who got to dance with her is probably the luckiest person in the world. <laughs> and they were adorable. She came back to my row and danced with in kind of near me, which was a, like so surreal. I couldn't believe it. And then she showed us the music video. I couldn't really see the music video because the camera guy was in right up on the screen. Hang on, I got to stop you there because you just said that Taylor danced near you and it was surreal, but she was literally like two inches from your face. We she, saw you. I mean, <laughs> we, she, <laughs> it didn't feel like she was two inches from my face. Uh, you could have like, you, I mean, you could have probably just like, I don't even know, just like reached out and gave her a hard shove, just like with how close <laughs> you were. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I probably could have, but I'm glad I didn't do that. Well, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I would have been very upset if you, you did. Have, but... <laughs> you could have I, Yeah, I should have done that, but I didn't. You should have just started grinding behind her, just like, 
Okay, I'm sorry, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, it was it. She was right beside me. I just, I felt like I wanted her to be like, like square dancing with me or something, because, you know, like or taking me out in the aisle like she did with the guy. So I guess yeah, she she was really close to me, and it was crazy. And I'm the luckiest person in the world. So they showed the music video. I couldn't really see it because of the camera guy. And I really was watching Taylor's reaction. And she was watching us. So it was crazy. And, you know, we saw the same announcements that you guys saw. At, at first, since I was taking this all in at the same time as you guys, I thought she was saying that she was releasing the album right now when she said that you could go pre-order it. And... I don't know why I think my brain was moving faster than I was processing her words. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's actually releasing the album today. But then I realized she said pre-order. Once we stopped filming, she said she had to do a radio interview and an interview for GMA. And before she did that, she went around to each group, one through six, and took a group photo with each group. So that was crazy. I didn't get to stand right beside her in my group photo, but I was pretty close to her. I haven't actually seen the photo yet, so I don't know what it looks like. Hopefully I'm not blinking or I look weird in it. Um, <laughs> but she was standing near me and it was crazy. She's so tall and she, she had those teal, gorgeous heels on. So she was really tall. Now I have a question for you. Did you think that she looked a lot tinier, like a lot skinnier in person? She does, absolutely. Because that was she my looks, first thought when I met her. She looks like a Barbie. Yeah. She does. She looks... Um, like, it's the, like I remember the first time I was in Pitt, and I, I was just like... I, I expected her to be, I guess, a little bit more, like, broad-shouldered, I, I guess, for, for her height. But she was she is, like, a twig. Like, you, like you would not believe. Oh, yeah. And, and I kind of knew to expect that, because... During the Fearless tour, she came right in my aisle during Hey Steven, and I was standing right beside her. So I, I kind of ex- expected that. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't that crazy that really? in all That's those cool. years since Fearless, this was the next time that you got that close to her? That is crazy, yeah. Wow. Standing right beside her, yeah. It she is. was in your aisle for for, for uh, um, Fearless? For Hey Steven, yeah. I was. That's awesome. Was, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was the best night of my life until yesterday <laughs> because I was flipping out. I could have reached out and pulled her hair during that show, but I didn't. And it was so curly. But anyways, yeah, she she does look so flawless that it's like, how are you even real? But she's just so nice and so kind. And so after she did the group photos, she said she was going to do the GMA interview. So the GMA interviewer later lady came in and we actually got to be there during the filming of that. And so if you haven't watched that yet, go watch it. She talked a little bit more about the rebirth idea. She talked about how she really wants this song to be, well, actually she didn't talk about she, the interviewer brought this up first. It was really funny. The interviewer said, this song reminds me of something that would be played at a wedding And Taylor flipped out. She said, no way. How did you know that that's what I, that was my goal for this song? (laughs) And the interviewer said, I don't know. That's just what I thought when I heard it. And Taylor said, no. Did Johan or Max talk to you? Like, how are you in my head right now? (laughs) And and the interviewer said, no, that's just what I thought. And Taylor said, yeah, my idea was that if you're at a wedding and you're just having a terrible time, but this song comes on, then you automatically just want to go dance and bust a move on the floor. And so I thought that was cool. The next wedding I'm at, I know what I'm requesting. Uh, Taylor also talked about, in terms of the rebirth, she said she doesn't want to shock anyone. That's not her goal. She thinks surprising fans is important, but she never wants to shock them. So I thought that was good. And it, it was obviously in line with her that she just wrote for the Wall Street Journal. So after the interview, Taylor stands up and she says, Hey guys, I was wondering if maybe you would want to hang out with me. I have a secure location. And of course we're like, no, Taylor, we don't want to hang out with you. Go away. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Um, So she 
obviously were like, yeah, we want to hang out with you. And she said, okay, I'll see you guys in about 25 minutes. And she leaves. And then we have to file out of the studio. I got to hug Mama Swift. I've never met her before. That's so exciting. Yeah. People go just as crazy for her as for Taylor. It's crazy because my very first Fearless show, I, I didn't even know what Tea Party was. It was This was August of 2008, I think. 2000, mm. Yeah, August. It was in August 2008 or 2009. And I saw Mama Swift and I knew who she was, but I didn't know what Tea Party was. And I was like, I just said I wanted to meet her, but she was on the floor and I couldn't get to the floor because I was on the side, the mm. risers. So to finally get to meet her, I just said, (laughs) I hugged her and she hugged me and I said, I think I told her I love you and Taylor. And she said that she would see us at the next event. So I was excited to maybe talk to her more, but she actually didn't come. So that was a little disappointing, but I can't believe I actually got to hug her and tell her thank you. So, You're right, Ashley. At those concerts, everybody like mobs. I swear Mama to God, Swift, she needs just, just like... as much security as Taylor, <laughs> if not more. Sometimes. I was so fortunate to have like ten seconds to to briefly meet and take a photo with her. I had my camera ready. I like pushed my way through this crowd, like past a security guard. He's like, he's like, get this kid. I'm like, I like threw my arm around her. I'm like, hi. She's like, I like your hat. I'm like, cool. Let's take a picture. Like, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> And that's why I've never been able to meet her before, because I always see her at these shows, but you can never get close to her. Um, One thing that I forgot to ask was, so she was there, and I know that people have mentioned Scott Swift was there. Was Austin there? No. Oh, no? Hmm. It's a shame, because I probably would have tried to marry him or something. (laughs) I think me and probably every other girl who was there would have been trying to marry him. Maybe that's why he wasn't there. (laughs) So they lead us out into these buses. There were two buses and we're just being taken to this secure location that Taylor has for us. So we're driving, you know, people are thinking, where are we going? Everybody's like, oh, you know, they're probably just going to take us to some restaurant. Taylor mentioned pizza. We thought, oh, you know, she's probably going to take us to her favorite pizza joint. During the bus ride, We got to watch the Shake It Off video again, and we were just having a dance party on the bus. And then we're driving past the Hudson River, and there are all these big yachts and a pier, and people were saying, oh my gosh, maybe she's going to take us on a boat cruise. And I said, can you even believe that maybe we're going to be sailing with Sailor Swift? (laughs) um, But we kept driving past the piers, and we... We drove past the Hudson River and we turned left down a street. And at this point, the architecture starts to look very familiar to me because when Ashley and I went to see the Giver premiere last week, we walked by her apartment just to see what it looked like. I said, I think we're in Tribeca because this is looking really pretty familiar to me. And people around me were like, no way. Is that where we are? And I said, I I think so. And... Everybody said, no, we're not going to her apartment. Like, she's not going to do that. There's no way she would have 89 people in her apartment. That just can't be possible. But we start to see this restaurant. It says Tribeca Grill on it. And it's, like, confirmed. We are near where Taylor lives. We we pass Franklin Street, and it's completely closed off. And at this point, everybody on the bus is completely flipping out, just because it it didn't seem possible how a huge celebrity famous person like Taylor would have 89 fans in her apartment um but the street was blocked off we we went around the block turned down the street and then it all became so real we were going into Taylor Swift's 20 million dollar penthouse in New York City where her oh two cats were what was even going through your mind in that moment i i can't even explain it About six weeks ago, I had a crazy dream that I was in a Walmart and I was buying all these American Greeting Taylor cards. I had a big stack of them. And Taylor Swift happened to be in the same Walmart, like in Pennsylvania somewhere. And she saw me and she thanked me for buying all these greeting cards. And she said, I want to hang out with you. And she put me in her car 
and drove me from Pennsylvania to her New York apartment. And I just hung out with her in her apartment in this dream. And she played album five for me. And we just had so much fun in her apartment. So that was all I was thinking of that I really had a dream about this. And here I was about to go into Taylor Swift's penthouse in New York city. It's just so unreal. Even right now, I can't believe it. So they walk us in to the entrance. There's no doorman. It was, it's a pretty tiny entrance and it's crazy because you see the doors in the paparazzi photos all the time. And it's like, wow, I just walked through those. They put us in lines. They searched us again. Then it was actually happening. We walked up five flights of stairs, which was difficult because everybody was already freaking out and got a little bit more winded after walking up all those stairs. And when we finally get to the top, I'm trying to like collect myself and get some breathing back into my body after (laughs) climbing all those stairs. And fortunately, I had a little bit of time to recover because what's Taylor doing? Oh, being Taylor, she's standing at the door greeting every single person who walks in. One, I was like, wow, how did she get here so fast? She changed her outfit. <laughs> it's it's the power of the coven. <laughs> she didn't have any shoes on, which was great because I'm short. So I was happy about that. And yeah, she's just standing there saying hello to everybody. I could not believe my moment finally came to tell her thank you. I walked up to her. She hugged me. And I said, I first saw you perform seven years ago. I thank you so much for everything. And she said, well, thank you for sticking around for so long. And then she looked at my dress and she said, I love your dress. That's French Connection. And then I said, yeah, I know. Because, you know, obviously she owns the dress. (laughs) And then... Then she was like, oh my gosh, I love how you added a headband to it. I didn't do that. So Taylor Swift complimented me on my headband. (laughs) And then I said, oh yeah, I also wore Oxfords because I thought you might like them. And she looked at them and said, oh my gosh, where did you get those? I love them. And I said, Modcloth, because that's one of my favorite places to shop. And she was like, oh my gosh, I love Modcloth. And then, so we had like a fashion moment, which is crazy um, because I'm like not a fashionable person. I really use Taylor as inspiration for all of my style. Um, So now, like since she's come into my life, I've become way more fashionable and just conscious of that. Ironically, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Nate, we know how much you love the fashion segment. I do. I love the fashion segment. Can we do a fashion segment right now? (laughs) We pretty much just did one. French connection. Go buy the dress. It will look good on you, Nate. (laughs) So Taylor's like, oh, you know, go in the kitchen. Get some pizza. I'll be right in. And I'm like, okay, Taylor. So I walk into her kitchen, and this is unbelievable. The first thing I see is Meredith sitting on the counter the sink is running with water and she's sitting there just drinking the water like in the video <laughs> that Taylor posted. You know, Maris, she's just hanging out, drinking out of the spigot. Like, I go up and I pet her. She was totally like, whatever, just kept drinking out of <laughs> the spigot there. And I could not believe that I got to touch Meredith Swift. That's insane. That is insane. So then I walked around she had all these she had water diet coke coke zero coke in these cute little silver buckets with ice so everything was cold so i grabbed a diet coke that said bff because obviously we all want to be taylor's bff and i just kind of looked around her kitchen she has some of you may have read already she has the vanity fair article with it's like a cafeteria theme where it's the tables of Taylor's frenemies and her BFFs. And it's, look it up if you haven't seen it. It's from Vanity Fair. And she has it framed right there in her kitchen. She has a chalkboard and she had a snowman drawn on it. And it said, goodbye winter. Uh, Also in the kitchen was the little bookcase where she tweeted clue number 
two for the album with where Olivia was sitting in the tiny little shelf and her Polaroid camera was there and the the New York drawing was actually there. It's very tiny. And I still don't know who made that, but it was really cool to see it in person, obviously. That was like a housewarming card or something, wasn't it? Yeah. It said, to a beautiful friend in a beautiful home. Um, so then I walk out and it's like... There's this big table with a million pizza boxes on it and plates and napkins. So I immediately put a bunch of napkins in the pocket of my dress. I'm so glad that dress had pockets. Because <laughs> I was like, I have to take some napkins with me, obviously. Taylor Swift's napkins. <laughs> they were just the like, way, I your, want one. <laughs> they were like paper plates and your regular paper napkins. So I couldn't eat. I was, I couldn't believe what was going on. So I just ate a little piece of pizza. And I ended up talking to one of Scott's friends. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name, but he's from Pittsburgh, so we bonded over that. He's not from Pittsburgh. He's actually from Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which is where I went to college. So that was insane. And I actually didn't realize until yesterday that Scott was born in Williamsport. So I was able to bond with Scott about Williamsport, and I told him I went to college in Williamsport and he said, oh my gosh, so you went to Lycoming College, which is where I went to college. And I said, yeah. And he said that he used to be a busboy at my college back in the 70s. And I was like, no way. It was crazy. That is really cool. That's an amazing coincidence. Yeah. And um, so I chatted with them. Then I walked around. There are couches everywhere, just gorgeous couches, gorgeous chairs, uh, really ornate throw rugs that really suit the whole apartment. Uh, I guess it used to be a sawmill, so the ceilings are like wood, not paneling, but like it looks like kind of like a sawmill wood, like with um just wooden drop downs. It's hard to describe, but kind of like it's just wood. It actually it really looked like what the studio for GMA looked like during the live chat. The, the wood up there is exactly what her apartment looked like. So I'm sure they did it on purpose. So I sit down. Well, no, actually, I couldn't sit. I was standing because I, I, I should have sat. Why didn't I sit on one of those couches? I'm totally <laughs> kicking myself right now. But I, <laughs> I ended up standing there, and there's this little glass case, and there were stools by it. So some people were sitting in the stools, and I just stood and was talking to them and I put my can of Diet Coke down and then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put a ring on this glass case and Taylor's <laughs> going to hate me. So then I, I put a napkin under the can to make sure that didn't happen. Luckily, a pocket full of Taylor Swift napkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then Scott was wandering around. He was telling everybody to play pool. He was like, come on, get, get a game going. So some people started doing that and Beyond the pool table, there's this other gorgeous room that has a huge piano in it, a Steinway, and she had a capo sitting on top of the piano, which I thought was awesome. Like, I can imagine her just sitting there yeah, writing really. more masterpieces. <laughs> and uh, there was a sliding door that led to the bathroom. So was, people were using the bathroom. I was like, I'm definitely going to check that out later. Her Firefly guitar case was also in the room with the piano. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's the guitar case that says Firefly on it. I was still waiting for my friend Katie to get in. So I was just kind of walking around. When you, If you went back through the kitchen, there was another little sitting room with all those pillows where Meredith was sitting on, if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Um, that little room, I'm pretty sure, is where Meredith was sitting in that picture. So it's got a TV and like couches and she has framed photos of a bunch of Polaroids all over her wall. Like from the Victoria's Secret show, some of Ed, like her family. And that was super cool. Underneath the TV, she had some DVDs. And some of you may have already read on Twitter, but the titles I could remember were Frozen, Dallas Buyers Club, American Hustle, Friends with Benefits, and then other people said there was also Bambi and Law and Order SVU. I'm sure that's right. I just can't remember. 
So obviously go buy all of those DVDs <laughs> right now <laughs> if you don't already have them because Taylor Swift has them. So obviously you should too. Um, if you turned left outside of that room, you were led down a little hallway that actually connected to the foyer where Taylor was greeting every single fan. So I turned left to walk down that hallway and she has all these huge black and white photos framed. And I'm sure you guys have already read this too, but there is a big black and white photo of Ed just flipping the camera off. <laughs> and it was incredible. It's such a great photo. And some fans asked the photographer if they could get a picture with it. And unfortunately, she said she couldn't take a photo of a photo. And so it's there, I assure you. There is actually a photo of Ed Sheeran flipping the camera Did she off. have any other like interesting photos? Like, Did she have any from past tours or anything? I didn't see any from past tours, but when you... If you walked right past the Ed Sheeran photo and turned left, there was another little bathroom, and right in front of it was a photo of Austin, Andrea, Taylor, and Carly. They must have been at a restaurant, and there was a little cake with a candle on it. And it looked like the cake was in front of Carly, but Carly's birthday is in July, and they were all dressed in... It looked like winter clothing to me, like long sleeves. So maybe... It wasn't actually Carly's birthday and the cake was just sitting by her, but it was a really nice photo. So it sounds like she had more like recent photos in this apartment. Yeah, definitely. Especially the Polaroids. There were some from the New Zealand tour dates, uh, just some of those that she had taken around the area. There was the Watch Hill Beach one with Taylor and Selena where they were like out in the grass. It's hard to describe, but in this hallway... So if you turn left, you see the photo with Carly. If you turn right, you're in the foyer where Taylor was greeting every fan. And there was a little couch there. And I saw Meredith kind of sitting near the couch, kind of like trying to hide behind it a little bit. <laughs> and I also saw my friend Katie was in line. So I wanted to see Katie actually meet Taylor. So I was kind of hanging around trying to play with Meredith. And so I crouched down and like tried to get Meredith to, to come over to me and she just refused to move. And she gave me the mare stare for at least 20 <laughs> seconds. She just stared me down. And I was like, you know, trying to make, I'm, I'm kind of a dog person. So I was trying to make like cat, you know, like, I don't know how to get a cat to come to you, but I was like, come here. You know, I didn't have any string to get her to play with me that way because obviously they had all my stuff since they had taken it but she refused she just was not interested and she just <laughs> stared me down you just needed to have like a million dollar ball gown and then she would have been all over you <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i should have but then she went behind the couch oh. and would not come out after that so there were other people around i don't know if she got spooked by something but I decided after she gave me the mare stare that my life was complete. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I also, I, I, Olivia was there, so I got to pet her. She loves being held, so Taylor's assistant was holding her a lot, and she let us just pet her. And she's so tiny. In the recent photo that Lena Dunham took, I thought she looked like she was so big, but she's so tiny, and she has such a short little tail. She's adorable, and she's so fluffy and soft. I didn't see Meredith and Olivia really hang out together. Meredith was kind of like, I'm going behind the couch. And <laughs> Olivia was just kind of walking around or being held. It's it's like, is this real life? I actually pet Taylor's cats. I don't understand. Uh, then I walked back into that room where the DVDs were, and Scott was giving fans like college advice and financial stock advice, telling people where to invest. And I was like, I should have taken notes because Scott Swift giving stock advice. How often do you have that happen? But I was just kind of a mess. I was trying to memorize all the DVD names. And I was like, I'm never going to remember what he's saying about stocks because I don't know anything about <laughs> stocks. So Perez Hilton is also there uh, just chilling in the kitchen with tree pain. That was crazy. 
Like, so he was there before you my guys friend got comes, there, or he kind of made an entrance? He was there before I got before I got there, yeah. Okay. So he was just hanging out, pretty much talking with Tree for a while. Then my friend told me that uh, Taylor's actually liked some of her Instagram posts in the past. And when she went up to Taylor, without her saying anything, Taylor just said, Oh my gosh, I love your Instagram posts. You have the best posts. <laughs> and so my friend Katie was like, what? You're creeping on my Instagram? No way. <laughs> yeah, we just kind of walked around, looked more at the apartment. Then we did use the bathroom. It smells like Christmas everywhere. It just <laughs> it smell or like anthropology. It's hard to probably <laughs> anthropology <laughs> slash Christmas. What does anthropology smell like? Smell like like very good. Nate, you got to go into an anthropology. <laughs> I <laughs> just get a whiff of anthropology. Like <laughs> <laughs> just go in there or like free people, and that will give you an idea. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and she has a candle in her kitchen. And the scent is swiftness. I almost died. I love that so much. <laughs> That's crazy. Did she get that custom made? I, yeah, I think so. She had candles everywhere. It was so pretty. Uh, Decoration-wise, she had 13s in places. She had her initials everywhere. Right in the foyer where she was greeting people, there were these huge, light-up, brightly colored TS initials. And... They were so pretty. And even just like in bookcases, she would have her initials TS. So I thought that was really cool. You want to give her a gift, maybe give her her initials. She obviously likes it. So we used the bathroom. It was incredible. It was a sliding door. So it looked like you were, it, it looked like it was part of the closet, but you walk in and it's this little bathroom. And I can't believe I went to the bathroom in Taylor's apartment. There were no awards in the bathroom. Because Ed Sheeran said in an interview that there were, but I'm pretty sure that was her L.A. home is when he used her bathroom and saw the awards. There were, though, awards scattered all over the apartment. I touched her Grammys. I didn't get to touch her Moon Man, which I'm kind of sad about. Um, her CMAs, her billboards were everywhere. And then we go back out in the kitchen, and Taylor's, at this point, she's done greeting the fans, and she comes out and she's eating pizza and all 89 of us were just in the kitchen pretty much watching her eat pizza. And she probably <laughs> thought that was weird. But for me, it was like, wow, this is so cool. Taylor's just hanging out with us, eating pizza. She was chatting with Perez. She thanked him for helping them find people who were leaking the song. And then the fans just were kind of talking to her. She, one fan, she handed a Diet Coke to them. She, she had, like, this really cool drawer underneath her sink that was, like, a, a refrigerator drawer, and she had all these cans of soda in there. So she just reaches out, and she's handing this fan a soda. And I was like, you better not open that, and you better save it for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, some of the fans brought up the roses thing, which was incredible. They said... We thought this was going to be Roses or Skyline. And she said, yeah, like, where do you guys get that stuff? I, I just wanted to take some photos with the Skyline. <laughs> and <laughs> So I think she knew she was totally playing with us with the whole Roses and Skyline thing. Though she did tell us she was trying to tip us off at Jimmy Fallon with the whole Shake and Bake thing. And I didn't even put that together after I heard the song title. But yeah, that's what they were doing. The shake and bake thing was a reference to a song name. So that was really cool to find out about. Oh, and then a fan was complaining about the stairs. And they said, how do you do those steps every day? And she was like, yeah, it's it's a workout. I go up and down them every day. And then the fan said, so is that how your legs are so tall from using those stairs every day? <laughs> I think the fan probably just like was not <laughs> processing things and said that. And Taylor just kind of laughed and she was like, yeah, that's how you get your legs to grow, just by going up and down the stairs. <laughs> that's how they became so tall. Obviously, the, the fan must have meant how your legs look amazingly toned and perfect 
because you walk up and down the stairs, not that they grow by going up and down the <laughs> stairs. So that was hilarious. Then she had the whole apartment. She's got speakers everywhere. You couldn't see them, though. So she had the radio playing. And every hour on the hour, iHeartRadio stations, or maybe even all radio stations, are playing Shake It Off at the top of the hour. So after she was done eating her pizza, it came on, and we have a spontaneous dance party in her kitchen. Can you even believe that? <laughs> I really, like, really? I, can't. I, just... I cannot even comprehend <laughs> having yeah, anything I... in Taylor's kitchen. Yeah, it, I can't believe I had a dance party in Taylor's kitchen. So after that, she said, hey, we should take some photos. And then she asked Scott to get the Polaroid camera. Or no, no, no. She asked her assistant to get the Polaroid camera. And she asked Scott where Dibble was. And so that must be her nickname for Olivia because Scott was like, oh, she went upstairs. So that was interesting that Olivia has a nickname. At first, I thought she was referring to Meredith. I think she must have been referring to Olivia. So no, then we it? go out. Dibble? Uh, Dibble. Like, Dibble. It was either... And some fans said it was definitely Dibble, like D-I-B-B-L-E. I thought she said Dribble, like D-R-I-B-B-L-E, but I don't know. So then we go out, and she's got the Polaroid camera, and she did group photos, with, and she let each fan take an award. And one fan actually had a CMA, and Taylor looked at it, and she said, where did you find that? And Taylor and the fan just said, oh, it was they're just scattered all over the place. And Taylor said, oh, I, I haven't had any idea where that's been. <laughs> um, so I got to hold the Grammy and touch the CMA. And I took a little group photo. Unfortunately, again, I wasn't right beside her. But, you know, whatever. I don't even know if we'll ever see the photos that happened in her apartment. Because the photographer mm -hmm. said... That as of that moment, the photos in the, the apartment were only for their use, and they didn't know if they would actually be released. So I have no idea. I have hope that maybe I'll get to see it, but I just they don't know. They better release it. That's like, that's such an epic picture. It would be cruel to keep it mm -hmm. from you. It would be, yeah. Someone needs to send a strongly worded email. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do that, I guess. Um, they said we would definitely get the photos from the studio at Good Morning America, but I haven't, I haven't received that yet either. So I'm excited. So at this point we have to say goodbye and it was so sad to actually have to leave. But I, so I kept my empty can of Diet Coke, Coke to keep forever. And then I went and grabbed one that was full to also keep forever. <laughs> and again, I was so glad this dress had pockets. I just threw them in my pockets. Taylor's just handing out goodie bags as we leave the door She's just standing there. It, she gave us this blue bag. It has seagulls on it. So hopefully you can purchase that in the store. Um, it doesn't say her name or anything. It's just It kind of looks like the shirt in the on the album cover, and it's blue. And inside the bag, she gave us the two of the black and white Shake It Off shirts. And then one of the white tank top shirts that say, Player is going to play. So I'm probably never going to wear them because Taylor Swift gave them to me. And I'll just have to buy more off the store to actually wear because I feel like I should just never wear them since she handed them to me, you know? <laughs> so as, I, as I'm leaving, I got to hug S Scott and I told him, thank you so much for raising such an incredible person. And he said, oh, no, thank Aww. you so much. He was just so nice. And then I got to hug Taylor again. And I said, as I was hugging her, I said, thank you so much for everything over the past eight years. And then after we broke the hug, I said, I don't know if you'll have time, but if you ever have time, I do, I'm part of this podcast and there are five of us and we really love you. And if you ever listen to an episode, that would be amazing. And I, I told her the name Swiftcast and she said, oh yeah, I know about that. And I think I said, really? And she said, yeah, we keep track of this stuff, you know? <laughs> and I said, wow. And then I just said, I love you. And I felt like I had to go and I just walked down all these steps again. I just can't even believe it. It was Taylor knows about our podcast. <laughs> Can you guys believe it? 
No, that's so crazy. It's, it's well, guys, like obviously she knows because I gave her the scrapbook about it last year. Good point. <laughs> I'm sure she read it cover to cover. I know you secretly tune into this, Taylor. I know you do. She, I bet she's loving your fashion segment, Nate. I, I bet she would. Taylor, tune into my fashion segment next week. You're going to love it. Let's tune in to hear Nate butcher every major designer that you wear. <laughs> it's comical and a little bit sad, but but I'm learning, so it's it's all good. I, I just can't believe it. I have to thank all of our listeners so much from the bottom of my heart. I've, I really feel like being part of SwiftCast and having you guys just help me have this opportunity, and I can't believe it. I'm so thankful. I'm the, the luckiest person in the world. And if you guys have questions or want to talk to me, like feel free. I want you guys to be able to live vicariously as much as you can through me because I know over the past eight years I've been having to do that. And I know sometimes you can feel completely desperate and like it's just never going to happen and you're never going to get to tell her thank you. But just don't lose hope and keep trying and when you get your moment, it will be everything you ever wanted and more. I couldn't have said it Congratulations, better. Congratulations, Steph. We're so happy for you. Seriously. Thank you. And so are Jill and Haley. Unfortunately, they couldn't be here, but they're just as happy for you. Yeah, after last night, I did a big call with everybody on SwiftCast. So they were the first people I called. We were literally, like, sitting by the phone, like, rocking back and forth, waiting. <laughs> Just like, where's Steph? Where's Steph? We were, every three, every three well, seconds, we were where's Steph? All the tweets. First, we saw the tweets from Perez Hilton saying fans are in the apartment, and we're like, oh, my God. And then after you guys got out and everyone got their phones back, people were on Twitter, but your phone was dead, and we were just dying. My phone is always dead. Why are people on Twitter, and why is Steph not calling us? <laughs> It was, I, I can't believe it happened. I'm so thankful. Taylor is just the nicest person in the world. Who else would have fans in your $20 penthouse? $20 million. $20 penthouse. <laughs> Here's a crisp 20 <laughs> $20, yeah. Um, but it was incredible. I'm still exhausted. I couldn't sleep really at all last night. I took the train back at 4 in the morning and went to work and I so I haven't really slept really at all since Sunday and it's now Wednesday. I may have missed some details. If you have questions, feel free like contact Swiftcast13 on Twitter or Queen Tay Slays is my personal, just like it sounds, Queen Tay Slays. And I'll be happy to answer anything, any questions that you have. I think that we're all just so excited about all of this that happened for you that we can't even like form coherent thoughts about reviewing the single itself. And we'll have to talk about it more in depth on the next episode. I think so yes. too, yeah. And we will also be bringing you coverage of the VMAs, the first live performance of Shake It Off. Can you even Ooh. wait? I Already. Just based on the video, I can't even imagine what the live performance can be. <laughs> When she did the ice bucket challenge with all of those people who were there, this is going to be a huge performance. Yeah, that's true. There are, what, like, oh, I don't know, 30 people in the so ice many bucket people. challenge? Well, since it's already Wednesday, we will see you guys back in just a few days with our coverage of the VMAs. And we'll also be live tweeting all throughout the show on Sunday. Uh, so make sure you follow us at SwiftCast13. And as always, you can also email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com or go to our website at swiftcast13.com. And also thank you to those of you who joined us in our chat room yesterday. We were all so excited we could barely speak or type, <laughs> but it was fun. We loved chatting with you, and we'll definitely have to have another chat again soon. All right, guys, so thanks for listening this week. Um, for episode 66, this has been Nate. Ashley. And Steph. Thank you guys again so, so, so much. The first of many, many episodes of the 1989 era. Woohoo! I'm ecstatic. I can't wait. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, bye guys. guys. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. 
SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.